Welcome to the Southside Community Church Podcast with Pastor Mark Kahn. We are located at 1815 South Peace Street in Elwood, Indiana. Visit us on Facebook. The link will be in the description below. Have a great day. Let's turn to Acts chapter 3. Acts chapter 3. This is a very familiar scripture. We've heard this read before and preached on before. Uh, But this is where the Lord has led us to preach today. Amen. I want to read the first 16 verses. Pay close attention to this what has taken place in this story here. It said, Now Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer, being the ninth hour. And a certain lame man from his mother's womb was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask of alms of them that entered into the temple who seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked an alms. And Peter, fastening his eyes upon him, fastening his eyes upon him with John, said, Look on us. And he gave heed to them, expecting to receive something of them. Here's the key verse in this passage of Scripture. Peter said then, said then, Peter said, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have I give thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up. And immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. And he leaping stood up and walked and entered with them into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. And all the people saw him walking and praising God, and they knew it was he which sat for alms at the beautiful gate of the temple. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at that which had happened unto him. And as the lame man which was held uh, was held he, was healed held Peter and John all the people ran together unto them in the porch that is called Solomon it's greatly wondering and when Peter saw it he answered unto the people ye men of Israel why marvel ye at this or why look uh, ye so earnestly on us as though by our own power or holiness we had made this man to walk. The God of Abraham and of Isaac and of Jacob, the God of our fathers, has glorified his son, Jesus, whom ye have delivered up and denied in the presence of Pilate when he was determined to let him go. But ye denied the Holy One and the just, and desired a murderer to be granted unto you, 
and killed the prince of life whom God has raised from the dead wherefore whereof we are witnesses and his name this is another verse I want you to pay attention to and his name through faith in his name has made uh, this man strong whom you see and know yea the faith which is by him uh, hath given him this perfect soundness in the presence of you all. Our dear Heavenly Father, we're so thankful, God, this morning for the opportunity of being in the house of God. We're so thankful, Lord, for your word that we have before us today, God. How real it is, Lord, and how up-to-date it is, God. Uh, these stories, Lord, like this that we read in your word, there's a purpose and a reason, Lord, that they're there today for us to see, Lord, the spirituality of thy word, the truth of thy word. So we pray, God, for just a few minutes, Lord, that you'll help us, Lord, as we look into thy divine truth. We pray, God, for the Holy Spirit's help to preach this morning because we realize, God, that without your touch and without your help, Lord, everything would be empty and void and no effect. Uh, so we pray for your help today in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Uh, I tell you, I wanted to read my notes here real quick to you, and then we're going to preach here for just a few minutes. <clears throat> the church today is losing its power and influence in the world today uh, because it has got away from the power source that is in Jesus himself. You see, Christ is the head of the church, and all power is given to us. The church comes to him. The church today uh, uses different methods and programs to get people into the church, to grow the church, and to uh, uh, I'm back up. I lost. To grow the church, and to uh, and has. Uh, compromise on their convictions. Sinners come into the church today, join the church, and become members, and have never been saved, born again. They just follow the step program that, the, that has been laid out uh, by the church, and everything is good. They have a form of godliness, but no transforming power in their life. There, uh, they are called. There are churches today that do not preach the holy doctrine of the Bible. They preach that you can still live in your sins and still be all right in the eyes of God, because we are all sinners, and that this is the way it is, and we cannot change that. And when you get this mindset, you have nothing to offer the world that can change their lives forever. But when the power of Christ is upon his people, there is a power to change the life of sinners and win the lost. Uh, in this reading, Peter and John had the power of Jesus on them, and they were able to give the power of Jesus to the layman if he would receive this power by faith. Peter and John uh, had the power of Jesus in their lives, and they could share it 
with other people. If you don't have it, you can't share it. That is the power. Amen? I tell you this morning, this story, this morning is so real. As I read it, and I read it many times and looked at it. I heard it preached on. Amen. But I'm going to tell you something. This same Jesus has the power to change lives today. Amen. Let's take a look here at the scripture. It said here that Peter and John went up into the temple at the hour of prayer, being the ninth hour. Now, <clears throat> the Jews, they went to the temple and they prayed three times a day. They prayed at nine o'clock in the morning. They prayed at noon, and they prayed at three in the afternoon, our times. we got to compare it to our times. That's when they prayed. That's when they set aside a time, and they would go in up into the temple, and they prayed. And I got to thinking about that this morning, uh, this week. and uh, You know, that's a good method. That's a good idea huh? for the church this morning. Think about this. If we would get up in the morning and pray first, and I need this. Huh? this. This message is for me. Get up in the morning and pray first huh? for your day takes, starts and takes place. huh? And I tell you, as your day's going on huh? and things are happening and you're busy and there's so much on your mind, huh? stop at noon. Huh? Stop around 11 or, or 1 o'clock or noon and say a prayer. Huh? Ask God to help you through the remainder of the day, huh? Give you strength for what you got to do, huh? And then when you get home at night, I'll tell you, and after you've ate your meal and after you settle down, huh? And everything uh, that you're actually done with your labors for the day, huh? Kneel down, huh? And pray to God, huh? For the last time of that day, huh? That He's given you life. And he's helped you through the day. Huh? Peter and John, that's what they was going to do. They was, it was the ninth hour. It was nine o'clock in the morning. And they started up to the temple, and they started going into the temple huh, to pray. And it said here in the scripture that there was a lame man, huh? That was was crippled and paralyzed, huh? From the waist down, huh? He couldn't walk. Huh? As I was reading that, uh, it don't, the scripture does not really uh, go into specifics, but, I, but he had the top half of his body. He was able to use it because he said he reached out his hand to Peter. Right. Huh? I got thinking about Listen, crippled and paralyzed from his mother's womb. I want you to look at his condition for a minute as we take a look at it here. I'll tell you what. Think about his parents for just a minute and about this man. Huh? You ever see people in a wheelchair? Young people? Middle-aged people? And older people? You have compassion upon them, don't you? You feel, I do, and I know you do. You just feel like, oh, Lord, I, I, I feel for them. You know, that could be me. Huh? Listen, his mother... And his father would never see him take his first steps. Huh? 
I tell you, he as a kid, he would never be able to run around the house, huh? And climb up on things just like my grandkids do, huh? They climb and jump and, and run around, huh? He would never be able to do this, huh? And he would never be able to go out, huh? And play with the other children, huh? And have fun and be a normal kid. I tell you, he was paralyzed and he couldn't do it, huh? The scripture says, and don't tell how old he was. I'm guessing just my opinion, and a lot of this is my, when I preach to you, I, I, I give you an opinion and the things that are in my mind. But I'd say he's probably in his 40s is what I'm guessing. Maybe in his 40s. Huh? I tell you, he couldn't work. He would never be able to work a day in his life. He could not do anything to bring any money, any income, or support himself. Listen, I want to tell you something. He was helpless. Huh? I want to tell you something this morning. There's people that are in sin. I tell you, in the habits of sin, and they're helpless, and they're in bondage this morning. Right. Huh? That's right. He had no help. And he said here that his friends and his family, whoever it was, carried him daily and laid him at the gate of the temple. Huh? Amen. Sent here, and they uh, carried him daily to the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask of alms. Huh? So you see, uh, and it was a custom of the Jews, huh? when they would go into the temple, that they would have a little bit of money set aside to give the poor people and lay people and those who those who could not provide for themselves to give a little money to them. Uh, there was no welfare, no disability programs. Uh, it's not like our society today. It was all about giving. Uh, praise God for the people that give their money to charities. Uh, praise God for that. Amen. He was laying there asking for alms as people went by. And here comes Peter and John into the temple. Amen. And it said here, it said in they, and he said, who seen Peter and John about to go into the temple? Ask of alms. And Peter, fasting his eyes upon him with John, said, look unto us. Huh? Look unto us. Now, you get that? I want to tell you something, my friend. Huh? God's people. Oh, help me to preach this, Lord. God's people with the power of the Holy Spirit upon them and, and, and Christ living inside. I tell you, when, when they walked up to the temple, listen, my friend, and they started into the temple, it just by reading it, the Holy Spirit spoke to Peter and John and they looked upon the layman and they had compassion. Huh? And then the Holy Spirit said, look at him. Huh? This is going to be a miracle. It's going to be worked. Huh? <laughs> I tell you, he said, look on us. And the man looked up at him. Huh? He was laying there on the ground and he looked up at him. 
He was expecting money. He was expecting a charity. huh? And he looked in the eyes of Peter and John. And Peter said, silver huh? and gold, I have none. Huh? I don't have any of this. Think about that. Huh? The, the disciples, huh? the men of God, had no money. Yeah. Huh? They weren't interested in material things. They were interested in the kingdom of God Amen. and his work. Yeah. Huh? Praise God. He said, silver and gold have I none. But such as I have, hallelujah, I give it thee in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. Rise up and walk. Hallelujah. Praise God. Do you feel that this morning? They had something to give this man a chance that the world and the money and everything that you can put out could not change him. Hallelujah. Praise God. They could have given him some money. Huh? And just a little while later, a few days later, he'd be gone and spent. He'd still be in the same condition. Huh? Hallelujah. I thank God for salvation today. That I tell you, we were laid and blind and naked and lost until Christ came into our hearts. Hallelujah. I tell you, we were paralyzed in sin. We couldn't walk in the light. We couldn't do any righteousness till Christ came in and healed our sin sick souls. Woo! Praise God. Hallelujah. You get it this morning? Huh? Amen? That's what the church needs today. Huh? Listen, my friend, I thought it was so great, huh? All the people that was down here in the pantry of hope yesterday. That's so wonderful. Thank God it was he was in us. Huh? We gotta win them. We gotta win the loss for Christ. We have the power to do it through him. Huh? He's the head of the church. Huh? He's the head of the church. And the power of the church. Huh? And we have to have Christ in our life. And living right. And doing right. And trusting. And obeying in Christ. Huh? And walking with Him. And I'll tell you. God will give us the opportunity to witness. And reach the lost. Amen. That's what it's all about. Right. Huh? You take those principles out of the church. And it's dead. And it's without nothing. I tell you, my friend, it stirs me up. Huh? I need so much help. I need so much of God. I'm lacking so much. Huh? He told him silver and gold if I not. But in this name of Jesus, he said, rise up and walk. Huh? Amen. Listen to this. I want you to picture it in your mind. Huh? Oh, but the lame man was laying there and he couldn't move. He looked in the eyes of Peter and John. Huh? And I want to tell you something. Just before this chapter, huh? The disciples were in the upper room. Huh? 
and the Holy Spirit came and saturated their hearts and lives. That's what was on Peter and John. They were full, they were filled with the Holy Spirit. They were filled with power. Huh? They had it. They, they was up there in one accord and in prayer. And the Spirit came just like Jesus said it would. I don't want to tell you that layman. He looked up in Peter and John's eyes and he heard the words that Peter said to him. And he knew something was real. Huh? He felt it. He knew that what they was what Peter had told him. He believed it by faith. Huh? And I want to tell you something. I went there and the scripture doesn't say. But I'll tell you what, I believe that he reached up his hand. Huh? To Peter. Huh? And at the same time, Peter was reaching down to his head. The scripture said that if Peter lifted him up huh, with the right hand. Huh? And he stood up. <laughs> and he stood up on his feet. Huh? Praise God. Huh? You see faith working here? Amen. And it said here, huh? I tell you, I read this this morning and got blessed. Start preaching in the house, huh? in the bathroom. Huh? I can't help it, man. It just got to me and blessed me. It said, and immediately, immediately huh? he was healed and he stood up. I tell you, all those physical afflictions and the paralyzation, crippleness was gone. Huh? Hallelujah. I tell you, listen to me, huh? It wasn't tomorrow, it wasn't next week, it wasn't a month from now or a year. It was immediately. Yes, right. Huh? Praise God. Yes. Huh? I gotta keep that life saver in my mouth or I get dry. <laughs> Spitting it out and everything. Hey, I'll tell you what, I'm just trying to preach to you Amen. this truth. And that's all that matters. That's right. Huh? Huh? Immediately. Huh? You know what that told me this morning? You know why it blessed me? I'll tell you why it blessed me. Because I said that. I thought about it. This is just exactly how salvation is. Huh? Praise God. You know, when we come to the Lord, huh? We don't get, we get saved immediately. Right now. We're conceived in the Holy Spirit. We're born again and changed. Huh? Praise God. It's not somewhere down the road. Huh? Next week, next month, next year. But it's right now. The transformation takes place right now. Right. Hallelujah. I tell you, my dad, I know I told you. Huh? I tell you, he went in there and knelt down huh, by the bed to pray. Didn't even know how to pray. Huh? Didn't even know what to say. Huh? Never was in church. Never was around God's people. Was lost as, as the people that are outside these doors today. Didn't know nothing about God whatsoever. And he, he felt the conviction. And he said, Lord, spare my life. He was thrown an asphalt huh, off of a dump truck at the Anderson Dump. He said, Lord, spare my life till I get home. And I'll pray. Huh, and that's what he did. Yeah. Huh? He came home. Huh? Mom's telling the story. He set his dinner bucket down, huh? He went right into the red room. Didn't know how to pray. But he heard somebody quote the Lord's Prayer. And it said, he said, listen to this, huh? 
He said, our Father which art in heaven, our Father which art in heaven, that's all the Father He got. Now listen to this. He said something warm came down in the top of His head and settled down and went down into His chest and saved His soul. Huh? And changed His life. And He bawled like a baby and cried like a baby. I want to tell you something. It was immediately saved. Hallelujah. My mom came in the bedroom. She had no idea what was happening to him. Huh? And he said, it's all alright, Barbara. He said, I'm alright. Huh? I feel like a newborn baby. What are we talking about this morning? Huh? We're talking about being healed spiritually. Huh? And saved and born again. The world needs to hear this. This nation, this community is in bad shape today. It's lost as ever. I look around. Listen, I work around in areas. This town, Alexandria, Franklin, Anderson. (coughs) It don't matter where you go. It don't matter where you go. I told Courtney this the other day. I said, it don't matter where you go, wherever I go. I see people, huh? And I see the weight of sin in their lives. Huh? I tell you, I look at them and I can tell in their eyes and their appearances. I, <coughs> I want to tell you something. They're all pierced up, they're all tattooed up. Huh? They do drugs. I my friend, I see them, I know what they look like. Huh? And I want to tell you something to them. There's no hope. I'm so glad that Teresa had named that hope, that pantry, the pantry of hope. I tell you, because there's hope in Christ Jesus. Right. Amen. Huh? That's the message that the church needs to get out. Huh? Today. Huh? I know I got to quit. You said here. Huh? He lifted him up. And it said here, and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. I said, and he, leaping up and stood walking and entered into the temple, uh, walking and leaping and praising God. And all the people saw him walking and praising God. I want to tell you something. (laughs) I'm I'm trying to give you an analogy of the physical and the spiritual, okay? <clears throat> when you get saved and born again of the Spirit, something happens in your heart. Huh? Something will happen in your life. You will know it. There'll be a change in your life. Huh? And I'll tell you, you'll have a reaction to it. It's part of it. You'll either leap or you'll, you'll cry. Huh? For what God's doing, you'll praise the Lord. You might shout. You might run the aisles. You might do something, but you're going to do something. Right. Huh? When the Lord heals you. Huh? Spiritually. That's what he did. Huh? <coughs> Think about this. This morning. This man had no hope of ever walking. None whatsoever. Huh? Now he's healed. And what is he doing? He's jumping. 
He's leaping and walking, and he's praising God. He gives God the glory. Huh? Hallelujah. You remember the blind man? The story of the blind man? Huh? He was blind, and uh, Jesus healed him. Huh? Miraculously healed him. And the Jews heard about it. People were making a stink about it, or they was praising him, really. <clears throat> and the Jews didn't like it because they knew that Jesus healed him. Huh? But they, he got before the council, before the Jews. Huh? And they said, all right. Said, we want to know what happened to you. Huh? What had taken place? Why do you see now? Huh? You know what he told them? He said, I don't know how. I, this is not how the Bible says it. I'm just paraphrasing it. He said, I don't know how it happened. Huh? All I know that I was blind and I could not see nothing. Huh? Then Jesus touched me, huh? And I could see now. Explain that, huh? That's how it happened. That's the same way in salvation. Right. We don't know how it works, <laughs> but it works. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Right. Huh? They went into the temple, and all these people, <clears throat> excuse me, were amazed. Huh? They were amazed at the healing. Huh? And they and they ran up there with Peter and, and, and John and uh, the, the lame man that was healed. They ran up to him and were all amazed about it. Huh? Of what had, what had happened and what taken, had taken place. <clears throat> they knew that man lay there for years huh, in that condition doing the same thing, asking for alms, asking for charity. Huh? And they were amazed about it. And they gave Peter the opportunity testify to him. Huh? And he said this. I tell you, this is a lesson in the church. This is a lesson for the pastor, for me this morning. And this is a lesson for you. Huh? It's a lesson for us all today. Huh? If we'll take heed to this. Huh? What did he say to him? Huh? <clears throat> Peter said, now listen, huh? You're looking upon us like we done it. Like we had the power to do this, to heal this man. Huh? You're looking upon us like we're somebody special, huh? Oh, and Katie said it wasn't us. It was Jesus. Yes. Huh? It was the Christ, huh? I want to tell you something. In this church, huh? in our work, and in our ministry, and in our outreach, huh? It is nothing about us. We can do nothing without God. Right. Huh? We're nothing and we cannot do nothing. We just got to be a vessel that trusts and obeys God. It is willing to sacrifice our life for the cause of Christ. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. <clears throat> he said it wasn't us. <laughs> I tell you it was. It was the God of our fathers, huh? Of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, huh? Where the, listen, the Jews were his chosen people and the heirs. These Jews was the heirs of Abraham and the promise, huh? And Peter said, now listen to me, huh? 
Jesus was the divine Son of God, huh? He was God's Son, and God glorified Him here on the earth, huh? And you know that. And you crucified Him. You had a chance to let Him go, huh? You had an opportunity to free Him, but you chose a murderer instead. Pilate wanted to let Him go. He found no fault in Him. See what He was doing? He was trying to put the guilt on the Jews when it was due. I'm going to tell you something. Guilt and a guilty conscience will drive you to the Lord. Amen. Uh, that's what he was doing. And then he said here, <coughs> then I'm done. <coughs> Amen. He said here in verse 16. <coughs> It said, and his name, through faith in his name, has made this man strong. Whom ye see and know, yea, he, <clears throat> the faith which is by him hath given him this perfect soundness in the presence of you all. I want to tell you something this morning. This verse does not tell us clear, <clears throat> excuse me, clearly where the faith was at. It just says faith in his name. And by him, huh? Huh? Was this man made whole? I want to tell you, there's power in the name of Jesus this morning. Huh? There's transforming power in this Holy Spirit. Huh? Listen, it said that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. And every tongue confess that he is Lord, that he is Christ. Huh? There's power in the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. Huh? I tell you what. This morning, in my own opinion, I believe it was how it was. It was both of their faiths. Peter and John's faith and the layman working together yes. to perform this miracle. <clears throat> why do you say that? I tell you why I say it. Because Jesus said to the disciples, he said, you'll have power in my name to do miracles and great signs and great wonders. And you'll be able to do better works than I have done. Huh? They had faith in that. They believed it. And the layman believed it. Huh? When he looked into their eyes, huh? you know what his faith was? stretched out that hand. Huh? <clears throat> you heard people that's, that, that are under conviction and they're sitting in the pews, huh? And the Spirit of God's dealing with their souls, huh? And, and, and they're under conviction and they know they need to go to the altar and they need to get saved, huh? What do they do, huh? They take the first step and come out of the pew, huh? And walk down to the altar. That man couldn't walk, but he lifted up his hands in faith. Amen. Believing God could heal him. Through Peter and John. I want to tell you something, my friend. This miracle happened by faith in God. That's the only way it took place. Huh? Without faith, it is impossible to please Him. He that cometh to God must believe that He is, and that He is the rewarder of them that diligently seek right. Huh? Praise God. Huh? I want to tell you something this morning, 
and then I'm done. This church, huh, this ministry, and everything we do, it's going to take the power of God right. to do it. Right. Huh? Listen to me this morning. Huh? There's power in the blood of Christ. There's power in the Holy Spirit. Huh? But I want to tell you something. Faith, listen to this. Faith unlocks that power. Huh? And when we have faith in God to believe that he can do it, he'll and turn the key of faith, he'll open the door and cause the work to take place. Right. Huh? Hallelujah. Praise God. Well, I know a heart, heart jumped around and everything, but I tell you, I can't help it. I read these stories and I think about our church and I think about what's going on, what's taking place. Huh? God's working. Right. He's working. I can feel Him working. I want Him working. I want something done for the Lord. Amen. Not for us. Amen. I tell you, we go on, we go on, we get people into this church. I tell you, and we'll be, we'll be just like the disciples. We'll all be together here as a family and in one accord doing the work of God and God will bless us. I tell you, we'll, we'll have revival meetings. Huh? We'll win the loss for Christ. Yes. Amen. It's been a long time since this church had a revival. Mm -hmm. It's been many years. Huh? And I'd like to see it. Amen. Huh? <clears throat> I want to say one more thing. I keep telling you I'm done. You probably tell me the preacher's the biggest liar there is. <clears throat> There's one thing that's a foundation of it all. Uh, we have to have faith to believe God. Right. But prayer is everything. Okay. Without prayer, prevailing prayer and believing, forget it. Forget it. I want to tell you something. There's a charismatic movement across our land today. Huh? Listen, that is man-made. Huh? It's spirit ginned up by men. I told mom this the other day because I remember my dad saying it. I really didn't understand it, but I understand it now. What happens is when, when, when churches huh, have services and, and God's not in it, huh? Then they gin it up. Huh? They, they gin up the own, their own spirit huh? and cause things to happen out of their own affections. Huh? And they bring it up. Huh? And, and, they, and they worship in that. Huh? In a charismatic way. Huh? I want to tell you something this morning. What's real is real. Mm -hmm. huh? And the spirit's real. Huh? I tell you, we cannot have a form of godliness, huh? But we need the power of God in our lives. Right. Huh? That's the only thing that's going to work. Like I read in the notes, huh? And I said this morning, huh? These people that are lost, they don't get Christ in their hearts. They get the power of the transformation taking place down inside. Huh? They'll lose it. Listen. Right. There'll be a statistic. Mm -hmm. There'll be a number. Huh? 